0: Welcome to the Start Me Up podcast. It is April 19th. And oh my god, the fucking fun never ends. Um, (laughs) I'm in DC. Steph is in Oakland. Hey, Steph. Hey, girl. Oh my god. Oh my god. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. Let me just get through this little bit. I hate this first part. But look, we were going to interview Feminist next door today. We tried to interview her on Wednesday, and the Skype wasn't working, and so we just had to ditch that show. We figured that we would come back to it today, and fortunately, em, who is Feminist Next Door, is so sweet, and she's such a trooper, and, she, and the thing is is that this is a Skype problem that we're dealing with, and so she's thankfully very understanding. Um, But the deal is, is that, okay, I did a little podcast myself on Wednesday, and um, I just want to kind of reiterate what I talked about. This podcast used to be produced by my boyfriend, Bob Seska, who knows what the hell he's doing. He's been producing his own successful podcast forever. He's been in radio, and um, I've never done anything like this. So, you know, I would just go into his office, put the headphones on, talk into the microphone, and that was pretty much the end of it. So, you know, I've had to kind of learn how to edit a show, which I know how to do. And unfortunately, because I have a Mac, and he has a PC, he doesn't know all the ins and outs of putting a podcast together on a Mac. So um, what we're going to have to do is buy a new PC, so that I can do recordings on that we can all do recordings, and that we don't have to solely rely on Skype, because it is for some reason, it's recording us right now. But with M, it wasn't working. I don't know if it was settings or something like that.
1: Who knows? Because I'll tell you what, we've had Skype work successfully with three people before. Yeah. And so I don't know what, and we're using the same devices. Exactly. You know, had, so now now you're having to resort, or we as a show are having to resort to a single use PC with the sole purpose of just recording these podcasts in the manner uh, yeah. that Bob Ses- that the successful Bob Seska <laughs> records his. That's good, though. But get to the meat, baby. Get to the meat.
0: Well, the meat is that because we're going to buy, we have to buy a new computer. You know, I, I always hate asking for help, but I need some help. So it you know there have been a few people because i mentioned this on the solo podcast the other day there have been a few people who have donated made a one time donation to help me with this computer i want to thank them so much if you want to help you can do a couple different things you can either up your patronage so if you're a $1 patron you can do you know $2 or $3 or whatever you're at you can just add to it if you can afford it that would be great if uh if you want to make a one time donation to help us out with this extra need that we have You can just go to PayPal and you go the email address, which I will include in the um, description of the show on Patreon. It's just go to PayPal and the email address is author Kimberly, just like my Twitter address, K-I-M-B-E-R-L-E-Y. Don't forget that extra E. And you can, and you can just make that one time donation and it would really be appreciated because I made the promise to everyone that we're going to do a weekly show and we don't want to let you down. And right now um, I can't do a women's roundtable because, uh, I just can't trust the technology that I'm on. I have to get a new computer for this. So anyway, yep. hopefully we can do that soon. And I mean, mm-hmm. it would be great if I could do it this weekend. That's the plan, but we'll see how it goes. And then, um, and then aside from that, Steph and I both, I mean, from the bottom of our hearts, we want to thank everybody who supports the show. It's That's such, right. yeah, it's such a privilege to do this show. We love it. And it helps, it helps both of us. You know, talking through these things, and and I know that um, there are certain people who have left comments. I know that it helps them, so we appreciate you. We really do, and just yes, we do. Thank you. <laughs> we
1: love we, it. Is the joy? You know, I, I gotta say, there are things that have gotten me through this time. Food. Let's just start <laughs> with the, you know, food. Um, my family. You know, I I was just saying to Kimberly before we started this that like. I've got this 11-year-old little girl who is just the light mm-hmm. in, in a dark day. She can take me from hell on my own. You know, just I, I'm deeply concerned with, with what's happening to humanity mm-hmm. and our country and all of this. And I can... can come face to face with her and her positivity and her love and her, you know, she's not oblivious to what's going on in the world because she's also incredibly frank and astute and turns around to me the other day and says, let me tell you something, we're where we are today because women are not in charge, mom. We need a woman president because wow. men, men have been running the show for too long and that just ain't right. I mean, so so I'm not just saying she's la la la. She is la la la. She's a kid, she doesn't yeah. have the burdens. But, uh, you know, aside from my family and God, my husband and my wonderful son, but this these moments that I have with you and being able to, like you said, it's a privilege to be able to do this show, but it does take resources and it's time and we work. And hopefully there's value in it. You know, our patrons are amazing. Thank you patrons yes. for your comments for your, for your monetary support, because we love doing this and we love that you love listening to it. And so that, in addition to Penelope Rose Walton, who's the the most joyous creature on the planet, I get this, this, in the words of Marie Kondo, this sparks joy for me doing this, um, talking through it talking to my to my, my bestie on the east coastie. You know, like it, it really it really I was gonna say on the westie, but I'm on the westie. Yeah. That's what you could say about me. It's just, it just it it's been it has been a privilege, a delight and, you know Sometimes real frustrating, and so yeah. You know, now we're get, now we're getting a new work computer, and thanks thanks to to you guys. Thank you so much.
0: Yes, we we do appreciate it. But let's just get to the shit now. Let's get, let's to, get the, to the shit. so you know what on um what was it on Wednesday night when it came out in the New York Times that the Mueller report was going to be lightly redacted, and that we found out that Barr was going to give this uh, press conference before the Mueller report came out several hours before. I was kind of curious. At first, I, I went for the obvious thing, which was he was giving this press conference because he had to spin it. But then I kind of got paranoid and I thought, what if, um, the Mueller report is lackluster and they're trying to amp this up like, oh, you know, like, like kind of a, like a reverse, psychology thing where we're going to pretend to spin on it, but in the end, it's a big fat nothing burger. So I wasn't sure, like, do I trust whatever? Okay, the Mueller report came out. And I think, I think that we got a lot. Obviously, we didn't get everything. But I think we've totally gotten enough, obviously, for impeachment. And specifically, Mm -hmm. Mueller said that um, he was unable to prove criminal conspiracy because the Trump crew damaged or deleted or, you know, got rid of evidence and made it very difficult for them to conduct their investigation effectively. And then even uh, Burr, Senator Burr, supposedly was giving information to the White House. Um, is it Senator Burr? But uh, anyway, giving yes. information to yes. the White House about the uh, the investigation, which I'm not sure uh, where he was getting that from. But Either way, and I should have read the article. See, I should have prepared. But um, it's enough. This is enough. Nancy Nancy Pelosi said that we needed overwhelming information. So I think that, you know, it's important to get a hold of your – Congressional representatives, because I don't know what she's going to do on this. It seems to me like the smart decision would move to impeach, but she can be very cautious. And Democrats, unfortunately, are weak and tepid, and they're not always, you know, basically, the way I look at it is the Republicans are coming to this fight with an AR-15, and Democrats are coming with polite words. And we have, yeah. you know, we can't break the law. But people right. are always saying, you know, how can we make a difference? What can we do? Other than voting, what we can do right now is demand. That the Democrats start impeachment proceedings, and it 's not about whether or not he gets kicked out of office it, because the, the the Senate Republicans will not do that it 's about historical record, and on top of that it 's about the fact that if if we do have impeachment proceedings he 's going to be really embarrassed throughout all of it, and then it 's going to give Democrats all kinds of campaign um, slogans and 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 you know different little things they can run on. Um mm-hmm. and because of what's being uncovered in the impeachment process so mm-hmm. it's it's not going to hurt democrats and anyway impeachment is not about punishing it's about holding somebody accountable for wrongdoing whether it's illegal or not because lying about a blowjob isn't a criminal activity and i was just
1: going to bring that
0: up yeah I mean, it was like, was he criminal for doing that? I mean, I think he was doing obstruction and things like that. But I mean, straight up, he got he got uh, impeached for lying about it. Bill Clinton got impeached for lying about a blowjob. So we Correct. have to um, put this on record.
1: And Trump, and Trump is in office after clearly, uh, what do we want to call it? Working with the Russians. Yeah, collusion. Working with, co- right, right. There's collusion all mean, over. Use that word. It's bad enough. That he tried, that there were multiple attempts for him to do this. Yeah. Multiple attempts. The part that, yeah, we need to just shoo this mother effer out. He's got (laughs) to go.
0: Well, I think that he's not going to get shooed out. I don't think Trump is going to be asked to leave by the Republican Party if he does get impeached. I think that it will come down to the voters in 2020. And we're going to unfortunately just have to trust that our uh, electoral process is working properly and, you know, who knows? Who knows? Because the Trump administration has done nothing to secure our elections. Um, but I think that it's just it truly is about historical record. And, you know, for all the Democrats out there who are saying, you know, no, it's not going to be good. It's it's just going to make his base stronger. He he doesn't have enough in his base. You have to realize there are Republicans out there right now who do not like Trump. Maybe they're full, on, fully on board with the po- Republican brand, but they don't like Trump. Trump is not, you know, the only thing that they like about him is that he talks shit to the Democrats openly. Outside of that, mm-hmm. they don't really like him. And and there are a lot right. of independents out there who don't like him at all. And so- oh,
1: Speaking of which, hmm. speaking of which, may I, may I interject here? Of course. Bill Weld.
0: Oh, uh, yes.
1: He up, okay. he's a he, he ran with, I believe he ran with Gary Johnson on the independent ticket last time. Am I right? Does that sound about I right? I can't
0: remember, but possibly.
1: Well- but he's 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 a registered Republican. He's primarying Trump. Okay, one of the most beautiful things I ever heard on the radio was uh, the other day, and I think it was Lawrence O'Donnell talking about. Maybe it was Chris Hayes. I don't give a shit who it was. <laughs> it was one of those guys I like. I got mad crushes on all those mothers, all of them, <laughs> even the chicks, all of them. Like I have equal opportunity with my love for these people. Yeah. Okay. Ari Melber is my number one, though. But anyway, um, Bill Weld—he is—he is going to primary Trump. He has announced. He has distaste. He is disgusted. He won't win. But so what?
0: Yeah. He's he going to damage fight. Trump.
1: He's going to damage Trump, and the, and and I think it was Lawrence. I'm, I'm almost positive. He was saying, "Anytime that's ever happened in history." Yes,
0: it was Lawrence.
1: Any any sitting president who ever goes for the for reelection and who is primaried by someone in his own party, obviously that's how that works. Mm-hmm. Um, but just you know, some people don't don't do politics. Speak on a freaking loop twenty four seven like you and I do. <laughs> so just for clarification purposes, okay. So Bill Weld's coming in. His he has a mat. He has a declare discler- a declared animal mascot it's called the fisher cat and the fisher cat is actually a weasel or in the weasel family it's the cutest thing i've ever seen in my life and i think it's indigenous to like pennsylvania massachusetts that sort of um that that northeastern area of the country Mm -hmm. this animal this animal among other things it's like fearless it's kind of like honey badger Mm -hmm. like i'm just waiting for those memes and all that shit to start coming out about the fish cat. <laughs> I hope it does. But it's the only animal in 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 the wild that has figured out how to successfully eat a porcupine. Okay. <laughs> so whether or not that's why Will, Bill Weld chose it, and
0: Trump is he, the porcupine.
1: That's exactly right. Yes. Bill Weld is our fisher cat. And I got to commend him for coming out. He's going to damage. Jimmy Carter was damaged. I believe it was Eugene McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Does that, does, am I, am I, th- I, I, think so. right? I
0: think so, but I'm not sure. No,
1: no, I'm sorry. Wait, no, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. That that was for see, Johnson. See,
0: I just said it, I think so, was, but I don't know.
1: <laughs> it, was, but it, was Ted, it was Ted Kennedy. Okay. Okay. Carter lost. Okay. Johnson pulled out. Who was it in the Republican side? Was it Ronald Reagan who primaried? I don't remember how the history goes, but it doesn't work for sitting right. presidents who are primaried. They, it, it hurts just, it them. Doesn't, they, they don't get reelected.
0: Yeah, well, let's just hope. I mean, the thing is, is that, well, this is the scariest part of all. I hate bringing this up because I don't want to dampen spirit. I think that... Um, everybody has to get out and vote and have a plan to vote. But the thing that scares me is uh, the fact that Russians have been interfering. In fact, I think a a report came out last week or a week before saying initially they figured that uh, Russians were trying to hack into 21 different states uh, of of the voter rolls, the voting machines, but they found out it was all 50. So You can count on the fact that not only are they going to do it again, they're going to be more sophisticated, they're going to do a better job of it. And so while it's going to be difficult to trust, what they're not going to be able to do is if, you know, even it's like half the country voted. Right. So half Mm -hmm. of the country didn't vote. If we could just pick up 10 percent of those who did not vote. The last time in 2016, right, we could overwhelm and win, but it, it's it's going to have to literally be that thing of voting in numbers too big to ignore. We we cannot trust that with mm-hmm. the Jerry because look at what Hillary was against. She was against gerrymandering, voter suppression, GOP smears, and then Russia. Russia was what mm-hmm. what tipped it over the edge for Trump, and they specifically in the Mueller report. It, it, it was um, Paul Manafort was sharing polling data with Constantine K- Kalimnik and Kalimnik. They, Kalimnik. they were specifically targeting that uh, was the three states that pushed Trump over, which was Wisconsin, Pennsylvania and um, what was it, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and then the other third one, which I can't remember. Ohio.
1: Michigan, oh, Michigan, Michigan,
0: Michigan, and then Michigan. there was a, They also ta- were targeting Minnesota, but it was those three: Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania that gave it to Trump. So, right. um, that what that tells me is that they were unable to success... I mean, obviously, if they're going to do it, they're going to try to do it in a way that looks like they didn't mess around. So they're not going to, like, turn the whole map red. But they were focusing on disinformation. And right. that's and that's where they pushed Jill Stein. And I think uh, it was 77,000-some votes that Trump won uh, his, his electoral college. And I can't remember exactly how many people voted for Jill Stein, but it was, like, more than that. So... That's what pushed him over the edge. This time around, again, they're going to be more sophisticated. So we just have to make sure that we talk to people like the other day I was in the grocery store and I asked the guy bagging my groceries, or bringing my groceries up. Um, Do you know, it was on March twenty-third. It was the day the Mueller report came out and he didn't even know what it was. He, he didn't like Trump, but he didn't know about the Mueller report. So there's going to be a lot of people out there who just don't even know. They're just paying attention to their own finances. And as long as they're doing okay... They can bitch and gripe about Trump and stupid shit he says on Twitter, but they're not fully aware of the damage that's been done. They only have a, a vague understanding of the idea that we have an asshole for a president, but they don't know the, the details. And so. Well
1: be, Yeah, because here, here's here's one of my theories. Would you like to know? Of course. Because they're too they're too busy trying to keep their kids fed. Yes. OK, that's what's most important to them. And, and, you know, I, I hate, dare I say, I have the luxury to obsess, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and it's been my demise, I have to say. But I am informed and I am active and I am doing everything I can. There are folks who just, you know, just to pay the bills to keep the roof over the head and, and food in the belly, that's all, you know, there's no more bandwidth yeah. for a lot of people, right? Can I Can I just... For one second, you know, Trump has fucked us all.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's like an abusive relationship we're in.
1: And and it's not just it's not just Democrats. It's it's the people. It's the poor people in his base. He's he's Mm -hmm. screwing his base over. You know, he knows he can make that booty call anytime and they will always open that door for him. (sighs) Always. And they know that. Right. Regardless of how hard he screws them with the taxes. Yeah. And, you know. I have just speaking of taxes. I have um, a very dear friend who she and her husband run a tight ship. They work their asses off, and they do everything they can to you know they they provide they they save as best they possibly can. Some months are tighter than others, but never before have they ever had to pay eighty five hundred dollars to the feds. Yeah, not not in recent years in their in their current standing, right? That's the check they just wrote on the
0: 15th. Yeah, I had to write a big check out of
1: out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, I had to write a big check. And it was tough for me. And, you know, I was uh, complaining (laughs) when I did that solo podcast talking about the fact that, you know, when I lost my Facebook page, uh, it basically took away all of my income. And Mm -hmm. so it's not that I was, you know, rolling in dough, but I, I was able to sustain, you know, to sustain my own bills and buy my own clothes. And, um, and, you know, as I mentioned on that show, I'm fortunate that I have Bob, and he can he can cover, you know, house bills and stuff like that. But I'm a fucking feminist, and I want to be able to take care of myself. So uh, it was hard for me. Uh, This was just another hard thing to have to write a big check to the government when I like lost all of my income, <laughs> it's like right, right. great, more expenses yeah, i mean every we all have them you know i mean i'm not I'm not the boohoo club, I'm just one well, of the people in the club who is feeling is feeling it we're we're well, we're we're all yeah. feeling it in one way or another
1: it's yeah it's tough, it's tough, it's tough, it's tough, and when you're not on a fixed income and we're not here in this right. household, you know, I am no stranger to rescheduling the mortgage payment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that happens. That's a reality for people who, you know, live in, in, uh, on the coasts and, you know, we do, and, and anywhere. It's not just, I'm just saying there are, it, it, it affects people in different ways. Yeah, right? it
0: absolutely does. And, and you know what? It affects us uh, in our wallets and it affects us, as you were saying, you know, it's like we've, we've been beaten up, we've been abused and it's very tough because, you can, it, it gets to you. I mean, I'm hopeful about this report, but I'm a little concerned about the Democrats' reaction. I'm not going to jump to a conclusion right now, but I just, I know that that, you know, here's one thing. There's a couple of different things that give me hope. Number one, Maxine Waters is going to get um, the records of, of Trump's Trump's dealings with Deutsche Bank. So that's a good thing. Um, and I guess there's nothing Trump can do about that. There's also, who I don't know his name. It might be Warren, but I'm not sure. There's a judge, a federal judge in D.C. who I guess can get the Mueller report and and release it unredacted. And I don't think there's anything Trump can do. I think he's working on that. So there's there's some. What? Yeah. And uh, who was I think Rachel was talking about that the other night. Um, so there is there is a uh, a judge that is interested in doing that. Um, obviously, there's going to be a fight for Trump's taxes and obviously uh, getting getting, you know, to impeachment or or whatever it is, I believe Jerry Nadler is trying to get uh, Mueller in front of the House committee by the twenty third of May. So not actually on per se, but by the twenty third. So hopefully we'll see Mueller. And you know there there are some people out there who don't necessarily trust Mueller. It, it seems to me this report is pretty damn thorough. So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. more on the side of trusting Mueller. I don't trust Barr, but I, I trust Mueller. But we'll see what, how he reacts when he's questioned. You know, I don't know exactly what they're going to ask, but they're all going to talk to lawyers before they talk to him. And they're going to have really great questions set up. And frankly, I'm excited to see, um, hopefully, I don't know if AOC will be a part of it, but she asks great questions. And if she's a part of it, she I sure would does. I would love to see that. But you know what, I want to jump to another subject. Um, yes. because I'm a little concerned and I think that you would be too there was an article that came out in Forbes titled five weird items in the new Bernie Buttigieg poll so one of these little weird items was a here's a quote 26% of current Bernie Sanders supporters said they would rather vote for President Donald Trump over Senator Elizabeth Warren if that were the eventual 2020 matchup Mm, And I'm pretty sick. There's that. And then there's this. Um, David Korn posted that the Mueller report on page 23 said internal IRA, which is the I don't remember what that stands for, but it's the Russian government thing. Um, IRA memos show that by early 2016, the goal of Russia's secret social media operation was to support Trump and Sanders, quote, main idea, use any opportunity to criticize Hillary and the rest except, and the rest, except Sanders and Trump. We support them, end quote. So it's very disturbing to me that Bernie is getting support from Russia. Whether or not he wins, that's not the point. The point is he's getting that support from Russia. And mm-hmm. his, some of his supporters are so sold on him to the point where if Elizabeth Warren, who's actually gets shit done correct if she is the fr- the nominee they they would vote for trump this is a major fucking problem yeah it is and then on top of it on top of it the woman that he hired um for to be his 2020 press secretary i tweeted it out but there she tweeted in 2016 um i think it was before the election i'm looking for it now um she tw- she tweeted out she said, real Donald, her name is Brianna Joy Gray. So on twenty uh, September 26, 2016, she wrote, real Donald Trump is right. The Dems pushed the Russia did the hacking angle because it was politically advantageous for them. And it's like, this woman is his press secretary. And she voted for Jill Stein. Mm. So this whole Bernie thing concerns me. And if you're a Bernie supporter, look, I was a Bernie supporter. I'm totally along and on board with all the vision he has for this country, everything that he's talked about. I think that we should get to single payer. I think that we should. And I mean, I think that we need to do it in a, in a, like a smart way. We can't just jump to single payer. It's got to be worked out. Um, but I think that we need that option. We need the single payer option. I th- I would love to do the $15 minimum wage. I think college uh, should be not obviously not like um, some of these private. Co- I mean, you can still have private colleges like you have private schools, but I think the public colleges should be free, just like our public schools yes. are free. So I'm totally on board with him on all of those things. What I don't like is that he's getting help from Russia and he won't address it. And he's hiring people who are dismissing the idea that Russia has, has hurt us and he's not really addressing it. And then on top of that, he's also not addressing these voters who are abusive and calling people cunts and whores and shills. He's not he's not doing a good enough job of, of addressing that, nor is he doing enough for he, he continually attacks the party. And while I get the party does deserve criticism, it's different than attacking. You know, it's like Elizabeth Warren can say, hey, there's this problem we have in the Democratic Party of A. Well, I have a solution, yeah. and that is this. This way, she's not attacking. She's saying, here's a problem we have, and here's a way to fix it. Bernie's just pointing his finger and screaming the Democrats are rigged and this and that, and he's not, he's not really offering the solutions. He's just pointing the finger. He's offering solution in his ideas, but then he's not following through always with the best way to approach it. It's vague. He, Oh, let's, let's get single payer. How are you going to give a detailed, detailed report on how you're going to get there? He,
1: he needs to sit down with Elizabeth Warren and say, girl, how do you do it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Her, pol- her policies are phenomenal, but they come with here's how. Yeah. He and doesn't, that's he, it. He's, he's flailing and, and he's got charisma.
0: Yeah. He's and a, he, and
1: man. He, he knows yeah, he, he
0: knows how to talk yeah. to Trump supporters and and convince them that they want, you know, single payer. He has that mm-hmm. ability that a lot of a lot of candidates just don't have that. Right. And so I would like to see him, you know, I mean, he released his taxes and I'm grateful for that. I'm I'm grateful. I still don't I still don't appreciate the fact that he hired David Sirota because David Sirota is a kind of like a dirty trickster. And it it appears that he's taking the gloves off. Last campaign, he was all about, um, he he was saying he was going to try to run a clean campaign and not attack anybody, although he he did. Um, But beyond, I mean, I get it. Presidential candidates attack each other. I mean, I remember when Obama referred to Hillary as Annie Oakley, about gun, you know, the gun issue. So I get it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to fault someone when they are (laughs) running and they're going to go after, but he, but you know, Bernie has to understand that if, if he's not the nominee, he needs to be able to get behind the nominee and his supporters need to get behind that nominee. And if he's not working for that, then that's not helping. That's a problem. And if 26% of voters would rather vote for Trump over Elizabeth Warren, that's concerning.
1: May I, I, may I, may I, may I just drill that down into plain speak, what mm-hmm. that really means? Yeah. American, many Americans do not want a woman to be present. Yes, exactly. When we, when we talk about, uh, you know, there's the power group and then there's the group of targets. If you're in the power there, there's only one, one, um, you know, type of person who can be a member of the power group and that's white men in this country. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anybody else, anybody else? Whether you're disabled, if you're trans, if you're a woman, if you're a person of color, if you're any any ism or any sort of disability uh, or, you know, you get my point. Yeah. They, you know, Pete Buttigieg is is out pulling Kamala Harris right now. Yeah. So if you look at there's a gay man and then there's a woman of color and and so women, we just don't rate with a big yeah. portion of this country and i'm sorry but bernie sanders did nothing to dispel that mm-hmm. when it was time for him to step up and say we are the democratic party well a he can't make that statement
0: right for himself well i right? think he, i think he did switch again i think he said sw- yeah
1: Yeah, but he was a fucking independent. Right. In his
0: his heart, he's an independent. And and there's nothing wrong with being an independent. But basically, he's just using the Democratic Party um, to do what he wants. And again, I like his ideas. And I like the, you know, I would love to have this America that he's talking about. Um, And there's only so much Bernie is going to be able to accomplish because presidents, can't write legislation, you know. What I mean, obviously, Obama worked on the Affordable uh, Care Act. Um, so yes, they can get things done, but it still has to pass the you know the House and the Senate, and it's a it's a huge you know whatever. If he wants to do single payer, it's a huge undertaking. It would be hard because everybody wants it until it comes down time to vote on it, and then nobody wants it. So I think the the best way to get there is just having the single payer option. Because then then everyone's going to choose that option. But, um, right. you know, but yes, you're right. It's exactly the idea of if they would rather, if Bernie supporters would rather vote for Donald Trump over Elizabeth Warren, it's total misogyny. And that's where, you know, sometimes when I say on Twitter or something like that, like a liberal man said something sexist, people go, really? Are you sure it's a liberal? Of course, I'm sure. Of course, there are liberal men that are sexist. It's stupid to think that liberal men aren't sexist. There are sexist liberal women. It, you know, oh, it, it, it's just ridiculous yeah. to think just because someone's liberal, liberal that they they're they're perfect human beings. There are racist liberals. You know, maybe mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. they're not putting up um Confederate flags in their windows, but it's the kind of quiet racism that they don't announce. You know, it's yeah, the, yeah. it's the little um assumptions about people or You know, I mean, there was this one time there was somebody that I know who was talking to her son and she votes for Democrats all the time. But she made a comment and it was in front of me. And she said something along the lines of, you know, don't be like all those black kids in your school. Do better than that. And I'm like, I I couldn't believe it. it. It was like, I don't even know if she I don't even know why she said that. You know, like, did she have some kind of inside information that black children were doing worse than white? I think she was just making an assumption. And so here she is, a Democratic woman, a liberal woman who said something horribly racist. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to think that we're not, we are. And, you know, we have groups of racism in, in our you know, I think it's different than uh, conservatives cuz sometimes conservatives will wear it as a badge of honor they'll stick that conf- confederate flag up and they'll call people the n-word liberals won't go that far they'll just they'll handle their racism in a quieter way so and it's obviously not all liberals but enough there's enough sexists there's enough people that you know you grow up and you you have a a a certain kind of frame of reference it's like when when we were growing up in as gen xers you know we watched um what was that, uh, 16 Candles. And so there was the character of um, Long Duck Dong. And at the mm-hmm. time, everyone laughed and everyone thought it was awesome and funny. Mm-hmm. And, you know, nowadays, I remember it was uh, in the last couple of years, an article came out about that particular character and how, number one, it wouldn't, that character wouldn't be written today, but it was, it was uh, you know, like punching down to Asian people and making fun of Asian people. So... Um, you know, people, when when you come from a different time, you're set in your thinking and you see things a certain way and certain things are acceptable. And so, you know, I'm not saying that, I'm not justifying their racism or sexism, but I think, you know, I mean, I've overcome patriarchal beliefs that I held and didn't realize were patriarchal beliefs. There's never been anything hardcore because I've always been a feminist, but still it's like, you know, whether it's the idea of calling someone a slut, I mean, I don't literally I don't remember ever calling anyone a slut, but I i might have. You know what I mean? I, I might have. And oh,
1: come on. We've all said stupid shit. Yeah, we I mean, we evolve I, over time.
0: Yeah, I don't you know, specifically why, remember yeah. slut. But it, but along those lines, have I said anything that I would cringe and look back and go, oh my God, I would never say that now? Of course, because I've evolved. I've realized, wait a minute. And sometimes you don't even realize what you're saying is so awful because it's accepted. It doesn't mean it's right, but it's accepted. And so I, I would love for people to, um, on the liberal side of things... To kind of make that just just accept that we're not perfect we can still get better we can still evolve I know this went from burning to that but
1: <laughs> no I, I I I agree and I love our tangents please, please.
0: yeah I know and we've only got a few minutes because I've got to go after this I'm going to be doing Me the, too, af-
1: I to go. the
0: after party with Bob Seska Bob Cheska
1: oh, it's 10 40 my time I know bye now <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I guess we should start wrapping up. But um, again, I want to just say that, you know, we our official apologies to not being able to do the feminist no- next door twice. It was two times where we just couldn't make it work. And it's so frustrating. But she's really cool. And she will come back. So there's that. I and love her. I know. You know what
1: she said when we were trying to work it out? I just I got to give her mad props. And I'm still dying to just talk with her. Yeah. Beyond goddamn Skype um, <laughs> as we we're trying to sort it out. She said, I want to do this. I'm, I'm, I I'm. have patience. I don't, like, this is no big whoop. I, all right, she didn't say big whoop. I did, but it's, <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. She said, I love to support people who are just putting it out there. Like, I, I want to support you women as you try to do this podcast. It was just a really cool thing because she's got a huge platform. Yeah, And for her to want to, like, help, I'm all about this. This is kind of my credo right now. Like, we are here on Earth To love one another and to help lift each other up. And that's what, you know, that was, that was sort of her message to us. Anyway, I just, I love that. I think she's fucking smart as, oh Oh my God. She's so
0: smart. It's insane. So
1: Smart. So smart. I hope my sentences can be complete when I actually do finally get to talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
0: Yeah.
1: but Yeah. she's Smart as a whip. She's putting a really, really important message out there mm-hmm. and she's ready to throw down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She's going to back it. Up. She's and so I, impressive. I just
0: she's just impressive because she's able to take complicated subjects and just um, distill it down into one simple tweet. That's completely easy to understand. And if you're, if you're going after her, if you're a troll going after her, I pity you. (laughs) She will just smash you into smithereens, I guess, as they say. But she's awesome. So yes, but uh, getting back to everybody again, just want to reiterate, we appreciate you. And we are going through some growing pains right now, but those are going to get fixed. And we're going to make sure that we're able to continue. We're not going to do end another thing right now, just because we both have to go. Um, And like I said, the women's roundtable is kind of on hold until we have a new computer and we can guarantee that we can get more than two people on at one time. Um, So literally, it's just a matter of time. But your patience is requested and appreciated.
1: (laughs) And we love you. Yes, we
0: do. And we love what we yeah. do. So, you know, yeah. and we want you to give us your feedback. Let us know what you're thinking. We love it when you do, even when you disagree with us. I, I, I just love to hear from you guys, because if you disagree with us, sometimes it's enough to change our minds on a subject. So please don't feel nervous about, you know, saying, hey, wait a minute, I disagree with you there, because we're all we're all good. Yes. And then, um, okay, so next week, we're going to be talking to Dina Grayson. That's going to be that's going to be fun. She's she's a trip.
1: <laughs> she is she was everything in the world to me during the Michael Cohen hearings.
0: With her fair hair.
1: <laughs> the perfect fair hair that like she's got this almost like just this sweet little precious baby face, like big beautiful <laughs> eyes and like this perfect rosy cheeks and she's up there with her iPhone just just recording it. And her face is right there. Her, and, faces. And her faces. They were and awesome. Her, like, and she was practically yeah, like, she... oh, my God. <laughs> like, you could just read it. It was killing me in it, the best possible and then, way.
0: And then, like, Alyssa was there at Kavanaugh's hearing, and that was hilarious. They even did her on Saturday Night Live. That was so funny um they went for for the Kavanaugh hearing on Saturday Night Live they just did a cardboard cut out of of Alyssa's face just looming and it was so funny but yeah that was so fun to watch her I remember when I was watching the Cohen hearings I turned it on I'm like oh my god there's Gina Grayson so um yeah we're going to be talking to her and that's going to be interesting and for those of you who don't know she's a doctor and she's also married to Alan Grayson so um that's kind of interesting and what else what else before we go
1: I think that's all, girl.
0: Well, well, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Tell them your Twitter. What's your Twitter? Oh,
1: right, that's it. You know what? Yes, I'm. I'm very happy you brought that up. I'm just so happy right now. I forget, <laughs> forget the business. At Lady Brain Show, what?
0: And then aren't and you? Don't... Yeah, you're at Lady Brain Show. And then, how many followers do you need to get to the number you want?
1: Oh, I know it's so dumb. I'm no, such it's not. a weasel. I've got such a piddly, I love my people and I love engaging with my Twitter people. I I like
0: four more to get to six. So come on, come on, if you don't follow her, follow her. Um, and if you don't follow me, I, I, I don't know how you're listening to this God podcast, but I'm right, at right. author Kimberly. <laughs> so that's at author Kimberly, K-I-M-B-E-R-L-E-Y. And then, yeah, we're going to see you next week. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we can get this Dina Grayson thing figured out with the three of us. Um, we'll have to just play it by ear. So um, it may just be, you know, depending on whether we can get the new computer and get it all worked out by that interview. I don't know. But again, it's just another bear with us, bear with us situation. So, all right. Well, then we will, uh, we will see you next week. And thank you for listening.
1: Have a beautiful weekend, everybody. And Kimberly. Yes,
0: you you. You too. Bye-bye.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.